My name's Ivan, and I'm a scientist by day and a writer by night. And I'm Daniel, I'm a neuromuscular therapist, and I run my own practice. And you're listening to the weekly podcast, Journey to Wherever. Enjoy the show. We are on fire. We're on fire. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, are we on? We can start we live? Yeah, we're live. Okay, we ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode seven. Seven. Yes. Feeling zazzy. Feeling on fire. Zazzy, that sounded a bit random. Is <laughs> that a new word? I, you know what? With working with a lot of different clients, I pick up a lot of their lingo. You know, and then I come home and I say random shit, <laughs> and like, Natasha's like, "What the what? fuck was that?" <laughs> yeah, okay. And I'm like, "What did I just say?" She said, "You just said zazzy," and I said, "Did I?" Yeah. She's like, "Yeah." I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" I'm like, "I don't even know what zazzy it, means." It, remi- like, it reminds me of the time where I had the word bizarre on the back of my car as a sticker. <laughs> Stupid. Bizarre. bizarre. <laughs> Yeah, so um, speaking with, yeah, I come, like, it's, it's you, know, you know when you, um, this used to happen to me a lot as a kid, but do you know when you um, hang out with someone that's got, like, an accent? Yeah. South African, English, yeah, New Zealand, yeah. American, do you, like... Pick up on their... And you start their, talking like them? Yeah. Yeah, I do it all the time. 100%. I don't know why I do it. So, if I'm, like, spend a full, you know, session with a client who's got, like, a deep, whatever, accent... Yeah. I, I, I roll out of that full, like... Yeah, you come out like that. Full on. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, what? And then my staff will be like, what happened to you? I'm like, what? And then and then it slowly, like, goes down. Do you I know start what's... going back to Australian and I just realize what I've just done. Yeah. Do you know what's interesting as well? And I don't know if you've seen this with your kids, but because my kids spend so much time watching YouTube... Yeah. Oh, they speak like Americans. Well, now, for example, my daughter, she doesn't say girl. She goes, girl. <laughs> She's, so she girl. looks at our other. She looks well, at that's our, probably how she's supposed to say. Yeah, girl, so if Hazel, not girl. So if Hazel, who's our middle child, yeah. looks at our our youngest child, Everly, who's our, you know, our daughter as well. Yeah. So if Hazel looks at Everly, she goes, and if Everly does something good, Hazel goes, "Oh, good girl," because <laughs> she's so used to watching things on YouTube. Uh, so yes, by you know what, that's true as well. You, you pick it up. So my my eldest Adriano, who's turned six in December, he's like fall into Beyblades. Yeah. And he, he randomly turns into a Japanese anime 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 character. character. He's like doing all this random shit. He scares me. I'm like, what what is this kid doing? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you know, Beyblades, for those who know Beyblades, you know they go three, You're... two, one, let it rip. Yeah. And then that's it. That's what it's supposed to be. But in the show it's like three, two, one, let it rip. But then the character's like, come on, Zygon, power and, <laughs> and he starts doing that as if he's communicating with his Beyblade and I'm like Oh, fuck. <laughs> we all did my it, child. man. I'm sure you had a G.I. Joe. <laughs> hey? I'm sure you had a G.I. Joe when you Yeah, were I guess. I yeah. guess. Um, so speaking of um, clients no, before, when I was chatting about my random Zazzy comment, um, I, 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 this is gonna, I wasn't feeling negative yeah. by the end of the week, but a lot of my conversations with clients yeah. at towards the end of the week were just a lot of negative stuff. And... I was just like, oh man, like you kind of, you absorb their, especially if you spend a good time with them. And I had a lot of lengthy sessions towards the end of the week. And a lot of them were just like, oh, this and that. And this annoys me and that annoys me. You sound like you need a good therapy podcast I I was just going to say. How does that make you feel? I feel like I I want to divulge myself (laughs) now because my clients have on led off to me. I don't know. I know you're not a psychologist and the listeners aren't, or some of the listeners might be, but you're going to listen to Daniel and Ivan's pet peeves. <laughs> pet pet peeves. All right. <laughs> so we chatted about it before, and, it was, and you kind of mentioned, it's like, oh, you're right. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just feeling a bit random, like not negative, but kind of whatever. I kind of feel like I need to get out of the way. Pet peeves. All right. So we thought, how about we come up with Daniel and Ivan's very light, light, very light, all right. light pet peeves? Yep. 
And um, <clears throat> I tried to like, you know, have a small list so it didn't go on too long. So I came up with a few. So I think we should go uh, one for one. One for one. All and, right. Uh, do you want, do, 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 okay, Mate, fine. I reckon you should start. You, sound like, you, got a, you sound like you got a list brewing. Oh, man, it was brewing badly. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> there's a reason why at car parks, like shopping centers, wherever, that they have lines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fuck honestly like park in between the lines people <laughs> that pisses me like it it's, sometimes they don't even park they sometimes they park in between lines but they yeah. park diagonally and you know what it is it's some people who have like uh, they like i don't a, give a shit about anyone else because they, they drive on what they think is a fancy car so they park either across some lines oh don't even do that 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 uh, that pisses me or right they off. just pull right in on a full angle yeah it's, it's the, the people that drive in and just drive in like get out got, it takes another 10 seconds yeah. to reverse out, straighten your car, up. and you don't affect the people either side of you. So that pisses me I off. Watched, I watched a video online, to, uh, was it sometime this week, where a person had parked right over a line. Like, <laughs> the wheels were over the line. If you want to get my blood so, to boil, that so shit. So another car pulled up right next to their car. Yeah. And because, it, I think it was in America, and their, their doors are on the left. <laughs> so they couldn't get in. They parked right against the car. <laughs> and they come back mate, and they're if like... I had, if I had an, a car where I didn't really care about the oh, paint getting I think nicked, about this mate, all the time. I'd fucking do it. Oh, I would I drive a, right like up against someone. Bomb, I'd be like, yeah. I want to just... I just want to just slightly graze my yeah. car on his back bumper and just his back bumper just pop off. Yeah, and be like, oh, well, fuck, oh, you well, fuck you shouldn't have parked like that, dickhead. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's my first one off the bat. Just park between the lines. Pet peeves, yep, 100%. Park Ivan, across do you want to go with your, your one? All right, talking about parking, <laughs> one just came to mind. When people park on my fucking lawn. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, especially we just finished with an episode before about lawns. Do, fuck, don't do that. You know, because say in our, in our areas, right? We've got I don't know if you have them here as well. The the curbs kind of curve up, so they're not like a, a stepped curve. It's oh like yeah, a it's curve, like a yeah right? curve up. So it gives people the license to kind yeah. of so then come what up happens is is they drive and then they come up on your curve yeah. so that they're not on the road. They park their their car yeah across the front portion of your lawn. Oh. And you're like. Guys, Why? I just what? fucking seesaw this. You didn't even. I just to... walked my spiky boots on this. Uh, and I just you put, put your my lawn one ton car on it and flatten the shit out of they that just, fluffy buffalo. Yeah, it's like where's your consideration? And there's no consideration. Yeah, I think there should be a jail term. <clears throat> Council people, what the freaking hell are nah, they doing? I reckon you there know, should be like a ranger out there. I reckon that's yeah. That no, nah, with all due jokes aside, that is that. That's it's a, bad. That's a bad one. That's not a joke aside. Just don't do that. Don't park on people's lawns. Hundred percent. Look, I think if you see people parking on their own lawns. Whatever, you know, if their car is on their lawn, but I still, if they, I, but I still wouldn't move, do that. Either. I still wouldn't then park but on like, it either. You, there's no reason to park on the lawn if you know how to park a car properly. There's your the edges of your tires can comfortably be on the concrete. Aspect. And even worse when they then cross over a portion of your driveway. That's just plain rude. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but I, I think was, parking on the lawn. I'd rather someone park across a portion of my driveway than my lawn. Well, not if you have to go somewhere. Even then. Have a bum car and back into yeah. it. <laughs> Take the bumper off. <laughs> Everyone should just own a bomb car that just drive around and just hit people. Everyone just get a bull bar. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, the next one is, for me, um, I, 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 I like summer. I like going to the beach. 
Okay, I think I know where this is going. Right. I like going to the beach. I'm one that goes to the beach, stays the most time in the water, and then it's time for me to go. Yep. I'm not one to bake in the sun and sit there and chat. Like, I just feel a bit like... You yeah. go more for the fish and chips, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like if, <laughs> yeah. If, put it this way. If, if beaches could have grass and then the water, that would be my ultimate beach, but that just doesn't happen. But anyways, pet peeve for me, and I think this is for a lot of people, yeah. is the uh, the people that you might be sitting like might be sitting next to you, uh, okay. and they do the, uh, oh, I'm leaving, it's the, the, uh, the, the, sh- the towel shake the off, towel shake. and the fucking sand goes <laughs> all over my like slightly slimy, sunscreeny back, <laughs> yeah. and I, oh, man, that's... Yeah. Again, it's consideration. Oh, there's no consideration. That's no. just like, what, why Why are yeah. you shaking your towel? Yeah. Like, I understand you, you got to shake your towel before you put it in the car. Do it outside your car. Yeah. You don't have to shake your towel. Yeah, like, I know. Anyways. Or just let it kind of, you just kind of just pick let it, it up. Let it do, pick it up and just kind of give it a little jiggle. A little bit of a dangle. Little jiggle, just dangle, little dangle, dangle, dangle. Then just drop. Dangle, dangle. Let and the then sand fall. A, a bit of like kind of like use your own hands, like dust it off. Don't do the full shake off. 100%. Like, that's just knob behavior. <laughs> knob behavior. <laughs> All right, what else knob behavior? <laughs> it's your turn now. Uh, I don't know if I should talk about this one after you mention the word knob, but uh, <laughs> the sound of chewing and slurping. Chewing and slurping? Chewing and the sound of someone chewing on their food oh, and slurping. Okay. Like if they're having soup and they, they slurp. Like, the... Oh, fucking stop it. <laughs> Oh my god! Just the sound gets my blood boiling, man. Oh, the sound that's... of chewing, or you're in like a quiet situation, yeah. and someone just starts to chew, and their teeth are like clanking, and it's just that chewing sound. It's worse. Is it uh, you, is you, if, 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 if you're sitting next, to I'm them, fucking out of the room. Oh, st- even if they're sitting next to you, like, what happens if they're just going to like some really juicy American ribs, and it's like chewy? That's not too bad. It's not too bad. No, if, in a, if you're in a big situation, oh, so you're saying I'm the, talking... the over-exaggeration of. Um, sounds like say for example you're sitting down at home and um, someone on the lounge next to you is eating like a noodle cup and they're just yeah. going and you're, like, you're just sitting there and you're reading a book and they're just going oh, oh, oh fuck it just gets me so bonkers man oh, that's the good. sound of chewing and there's actually I found out there's actually it might even be a condition yeah. where people get real sensitive to sounds <laughs> that's I, probably me I, I got it for I got it for chewing and slurping oh, shit. It's, it's funny my, mine, are you finished with that one? Um, I, I just want to rant about it for 45 <laughs> okay. minutes. Because I'm going to back, I'm gonna back <laughs> oh, onto that. It I drives think me I, nuts. I think I have the um, the same disease as you, but not so much the slurping. For a very long time, uh, and this is specific to a situation, for a very long time, I caught public transport yep. to work. I think this comes down to the lack of consideration in people, but the bit that I have like bad like anxiety yeah. about is the over exaggerization of like bodily sounds so when someone's like like I'm, i can be on the opposite end of the carriage and someone just goes oh, yeah. <laughs> and i'm like oh shit i've got ebola that's it oh my fuck like and he's not even coughing properly he doesn't have his hand in front of his mouth doesn't have a hanky yeah and he's just coughing and when I'm you're like, walking oh. through the street and they just sneeze and he just walks through for it. me it's public transport it's like when i'm in a confined, confined space, space and they're like oh and i'm like yeah. oh fuck stop um the coughing or the the concert like the sniffling? I, I think I've been sniffing in this podcast though. No, you haven't. No, no I'm right. talking like someone's got a droopy okay. nose and they're sniffing. I feel like you're letting out going, can you fucking blow your nose, please? <laughs> yeah. And then they don't do it. And they say so sniffing. Oh, th- this one's probably the worst is when you're next to someone yep. and they're scratching uncontrollably. Yep. 
I was like, oh shit, I'm going to get like hives <laughs> or something. But you know what? If I'm in the streets, I'm yep. walking past someone, someone coughs, I'm like, it doesn't bother me. If I'm in a bus or a train, confined space, confined space, and people yeah. are coughing, sneezing, sn- sn- uh, and they're full pet peeves for you. Like, this is, this is like, if you want to, really? if you want to really piss me off, wow. like, and I've got like a 20 minute travel, it's a good chance. And I'm not, and you know me, I'm not a type of person to be confrontational. Yeah. But if you want to, if you want to really push that button and you're like coughing and sneezing and scratching yourself and dandruff flying around everywhere. Have you, you approached these people about this? <laughs> Have listen, I? You should listen to episode six. I just, I, t- <laughs> I should, man. It's bad. Oh, so yeah. Um, exaggerated bodily sounds yep. of when they're sick, itchy. Yeah. And just fucking take a cold and flu, guys. Like, just, just get over and done with. Yeah. Or just, you know what? Don't catch the train. Stay home. Don't spread it to people. Yeah. Yeah. Your one. Next. Uh, public places now. This one's, this one, this, this is probably, if I had to like, Give the absolute most pet peeve I've got. This could be one of them, if not the greatest. The, the, the big one. I might have some. Oh, by the way, pets. this isn't in any chronological no order. order but if rating. I had to throw in a rating, this could be it. The smell of cigarette. Oh yeah, does it for me? It is. It's putrid. Not. I was gonna say no offense if anyone smokes on and does our listeners, but fuck it. If you do, quit. <laughs> I fucking I. Oh yeah. Ha- hate. Yeah. Hate. Yeah. With a. Passion, yeah. more than anything else, smoking and the smell of it. Yeah, it is vile. I think you have to be around smokers to know this this distinct. It's, um, oh, it's smell. disgusting, especially when you walk. See, I'm walk. See, if I'm walking back on my lunch break or something, it's busy busy area. Macquarie, yeah. I work in Macquarie Business Park, right? Busy spot. A lot of people walking around. Someone's walking through the street. Yeah, having a cigarette, and it just blows on the yeah, footpath as you're bad. walking. I'm like. Yeah. Why are you even alive? Why are you even here? Why do you even exist? What are you doing? Like I, zero, zero to a hundred. Oh, I'm just yeah. like that's your thing. I'm just like picturing pushing off the sidewalk, yeah. walk. Like I want to see them choke on the bud. Like I'm like I am like all out, full extreme, extreme. Hate it. But the moment they put the bud out, it's like it goes away. That sensation just goes away. Kind no, of. then I just look at them in despise. I just think they're just the worst. People backing on to that one, that, that, that happens sometimes with my line of work. Like we'll be, we might be like, say, I might have a new client, and I don't, I know I'm relatively well. We might be rehabbing like an ACL reconstruction or something like that. We might be doing certain exercises. Yeah. And then they start to sweat, which people do when you get in them to do rehab exercises. Yep. And you know straight away when they're a smoker because it comes it, out in the skin. comes out in the skin, and I they think don't realize. I would rather smell the smoke. Than that, hundred oh, percent. Then smell the the smoky, sweaty skin. Yuck, oh, man! Shit, I instantly. If they ever mention, I'm pretty straightforward with my clients. But if they ever mention, like, oh, is there anything I can do, um, uh, you know, like supplementation wise or whatever, and I kind of say, well, I could be wrong here, but maybe stop smoking. Yeah, that will probably help with the supplementation. And then yeah, and they kind of go, oh, oh yeah, oh, okay. Oh, and, then, and then generally they'll be like, oh, sorry, and I'm like, oh, it's okay. You don't have to, you don't have to be sorry, but it's like. Smoking doesn't really help with rehabilitation. Yeah, yeah. to me, it's that. That's a good one. I, I didn't think uh, of that I, one. I can't. I should uh, put that one. On my I can't thing. even like. Um. Oh. Okay. The next one for me was um. This is probably only going to relate to parents, I think, out there. So this this one's for the parents, specifically for the parents that uh, let's just let's combine let's combine two areas like play center slash parties and daycares <clears throat> don't bring your sick child to a daycare especially if they've got like 
snot dripping down their nose. Excessively like sick. Excessively When I see parents going, come on, Johnny, get out of the car. And they're like, yeah. and they're like, just, I'm um, just like, oh shit. Yeah. Um, and that happens to maybe be your son's friend. He's on his friendship group. And you're like, you just know. He's done. Like some kids, you just don't know. Like you just, they, they, they come up with, they get like a, you know, a fever or something and that's fine. When you don't know, you don't know. But when you know yep. and you're putting other kids in harm's way yep. and you're dropping off your sick child and they're coughing and splurting and all that gunk at it everywhere. Or they've just, so I've, I've seen some parents go, oh, see you Maggie. And Maggie turns around and they go, bye mom. And their eyes shut with conjunctivitis. Yeah. I'm like, what? Well, hello? I feel yeah, like saying, yeah. hey, how about you go and pick Maggie back up and put her in your car? Yeah. Maggie's it's, got conjunctivitis. It's, it's <laughs> That's t- a pet peeve for it's, me. It's tough as a parent because Very the tough. purpose of daycare and childcare yeah. is so that you can actually go to work and yes. do what you need to do to support the family, whatever. Yes. So you send them off to childcare. It's tough. Well, I and get it. if you if you could just stay home and look after them, you, would. you wouldn't be going to daycare. That's right. So it's this. It's a challenge of balance of, so, so what do you do? You yeah. know, but if I'm they're really, like really sick, like obvious, to your point, like, like the, the obvious, obvious green ones. stuff just dripping and they're down coughing to their knees. and they're just, just don't send them. Just don't send I them. I know it's tough, but don't yes, do it. Pet peeve. And pet peeve for me. What's your next one? Um, this is certainly not being racist because I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely not, you know, I, I definitely not want to be racist, but I find it a pet peeve when I'm in a workplace yeah. and I hear people talking in a different language. Huh? It bugs me. Really? So you've been in a pet place and they're just full gone. They're just talking whatever Hispanic, language. full gone. Whatever. For. Just full talking, a mad conversation. As in out loud? Out loud in the workplace in a oh. different language. In, what I say? Okay. In the, like, in the communal workspace or in yeah, the lunch communal room? Communal workspace. Lunch room, for example. Same thing? I could be walking down the corridor and they're, gone and they're just full. having a full conversation in another language. <laughs> That's so funny. It pisses me off. <laughs> And it's not about being racist because I have multiple, multiple nationalities in family. Yeah. Um, That's a good one. But it just... That's left center. I'm fucking like... (laughs) I'm like, guys, like, just talk English. (laughs) I want to know what the conversation is about. But generally, if they're in the workplace, they would talk English. You would think so because it's an English workplace. (laughs) You're in an English-speaking workplace. It makes sense to speak English. I don't understand. Oh, I don't get it. It's a good one. It's a bit random, you know, but I like that one. It's a good I, as soon as they leave, they can talk about whatever they want. If you're out there, I don't care. But it's, it's because they're being loud. It's when you're in, when or, you're in an office, what if they're just whispering and they're going, you know, like that's even worse because you're like, what are you hiding? Oh, okay. You know what I mean? I it's see, like just like talk to each other in in an English workplace because it's almost like <laughs> to me, it's no different to someone walking in the corner just whispering in someone's ear. Because okay. you don't want them to understand. So this is like in a confined space. What happens if you're walking down the street and some guy's gone? Doesn't matter. You can talk about it. as soon as uh, so you're it's, out. So it's when you're. It's okay. I in see what you're the saying. work, like workplace, Same you're in like work. a corridor, or you're sitting at the lunchroom, and like someone's just having a full conversation with each other in another language. Yeah, yeah. Or you're walking up a flight of stairs, and then you know, the stationary cabinet. I don't care what it is. Just. I don't know. Okay, I get it. Okay, I can see how I can see yeah. how they can. And again, I said it's nothing to do with being racist. It's no, just, no, there's definitely just not. Something about there's something about it. Just something about it. I'm just like just just talk English. <laughs> okay. Um, one for me, and this is because I run a really really tight schedule at work and in general, and this is more for the repeat offenders that aren't punctual. I'm a very punctual person at work, and I can't stand when people aren't punctual. 
punctuality. Punctuality. You're big on punctuality. I'm very big on punctuality. You Because you're... You keep going. Because like, it's my work. Like, I run a really tight schedule. Like, yep. especially for my long days. I might be in work at 7.30 in the morning and I won't leave until 7.30 at night. And I, I, if someone's late, I don't go over into someone else's well, you can't. time. I don't. I never do. Even if you uh, want to. Because you've always you. got to assume someone that next person has somewhere to be. 100%. But it's... And most people are generally okay with, oh, they know it's a, you know, it's a sort of shorter session or whatever whatever it is that may be doing. But they, if, they might acknowledge it. But when you continue to acknowledge that you're late, but you're still always late, yeah. that just annoys me. Yeah. That I hate that. And that could be... Some people might just be late. They're caught in traffic, one off, maybe two off. But there's just some people, and I've got certain clients that will be. You just know. You look at the time, you're like, oh, I've got time to go at the back and yeah. have a coffee because even though I'm they're going to be late, they're going to be late. You just know, and they're like, oh, sorry, man. Oh, the Uber was late. Oh, the this and that. It's just always excuses. Punctuality for me yeah. is a big one. Look, I, I have to admit, I am. Um, I'm getting. I think I'm getting really good at punctuality now. I mean, you said today you're like, all right, be at my place between eight and eight thirty, and I was like, here at eight fifteen. Yeah, that's like good. smack in the middle, right? Yeah. And I was like, so I was like, all right, good, eight fifteen. But I have to admit, if I have a meeting, I will consistently arrive to a meeting at ten o one. Why? Or if it's eleven o'clock, eleven o one. Why one? One minute late. Is that because you just don't want to feel like you're no, one of others? No, I'll tell you why. There's okay. an explanation to my to madness. my to my madness, right? <laughs> so what happens is because I like to milk as much out of my day as I can. Yeah. If the meeting starts at pick a number, two p.m. Yeah. I'm looking at the clock at one fifty. At say if it starts two p.m., I'm looking at the clock at one fifty-two, and I'm like, shit, I have got eight minutes left until the meeting. Yeah. I can still do some more work. Yeah. So I'm working away, working away, working, away, and then I'm like, shit, meeting's coming up. I've got to go to the restroom. I'm yeah. like. It's 1.56. It'll probably take me two minutes to go to the restroom. I'll work up to 1.58. Yeah. Working, working, working. I go to the restroom. It doesn't take two minutes. Right? <laughs> it, it never takes, takes like minutes. three, four, five minutes, right? So then I walk into the meeting like a minute late. Yeah. It's because I've got to go to the restroom. Yeah. And it's not because I'm trying to be late. It's because I'm trying to do as best as I can to contribute to my day and work as much as I can. So the person who needed me to do the task at 1.58, they got the best value. Nice. Because I milked it out, but I consistently become late. Okay. A minute. Just a minute. A minute late. A minute okay. late. Fair enough. For me, it's more like a few five minutes. It's when like you're 10, 15 minutes late. Yeah. Well, so for you, some people, 10 minutes is nothing. But yeah. for me, it's like, what are you doing? Or you say to a pe- person, all right, the party starts at 12. Yeah. And they rock up a fucking one or two. Yeah. No, oh, that's that's just rude. Yeah. That's rude. It's just late. There's it's no just, such thing as fashionably late. No. That's no, bullshit. Mate, that's just dickhead th- late. There is no such thing as fashionably, fashionably late. late. Just arrive on time. If there's that's something in- that you got to do yeah. and you've been told about an event, like organize your day to yeah. come on time. But, but, yeah. 100%. But yeah. What's, what's your uh, next last one? Talking on loudspeaker. As in hearing other people? You're in the middle of... You could be in a train, like you point you to uh, point, you yeah, point it out. Yeah, train, uh, yeah, that's bus. A bit annoying. You're in a, a shopping mall, a line, an aisle somewhere. Someone's got um, the other person on loudspeaker, and you can hear. Uh, and they're just holding on loudspeaker and holding it to their head. But it's on loudspeaker. But it's on loudspeaker, so you can hear the conversation. It's <laughs> like, does your normal speaker not work? Like, why is it on loudspeaker? Yeah. And they just fucking loudspeaker. One second, we've got my little guy just came in. All right. Oh, you want to sit on, on daddy's, daddy's lap? lap. So okay. this is what happens when you are uh, doing a dad dad podcast. You <laughs> dad get podcast. Uh, you get guests show up on your podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and um, uh, what's it called? 
was uh, yeah talking on loudspeaker. Yep, that's a big one for me. That was a big one. Back? Okay, sorry, I went back. Sorry, yeah, a little, little intermission. <laughs> little intermission. My so little, when you're a my uh, little guy was missing me a little bit, so he wanted yeah, to when, sit on my lap. When you're a, a parent and yeah. you're and you're running a podcast, yeah, you have to be accommodating. Yes, because, like you get interruptions here and there. So if he, you just, ever, he just came, he wanted to give me a hug. That's and nice, kind of like, man. But look, if you, if you're, I guess it's a, uh, uh, I wouldn't say actually no. I think it's, if someone's out there that wants to do something, but they're like, I can't fit it in my life. Just fit it in your life. <laughs> just try. Just try. Just try. Because try. you know, and and it's. It's unrealistic, and there's eventually going to happen. They're like yeah. obviously playing, and they haven't, they, they have like we they were still asleep when we started. I love it. So they're like, oh, dad's in that room. I'm going to say hi to dad. Mm. Oh, Chica happens to be there too. <laughs> you just include him. It's good. Uh, it's good. This is reality when this you're a reality. parent podcaster. So, yeah, we're doing a podcast with uh, slight interruptions. Anyways, um, loudspeaker. Loudspeaker. Yes. So you're talking on loudspeaker. If someone's talking on loudspeaker and you're you're in next to them or they're on the train, the bus, whatever it is, and you can just hear the conversation just going. Yeah. So why? <laughs> Put no on it. That's what a phone's for. Go get yourself hands free. Go get a Bluetooth. Oh, Put it off loudspeaker. Definitely. I don't get it. <sighs> That's a pet peeve for me. I feel I feel good now all of a sudden. I got you, the, I you just got like, it off your chest? I got all those pet peeves off my chest. I wow. feel like you did too. Very therapeutic. <laughs> What's therapeutic? I it's... don't know if I'll ever get the smoking one off. <laughs> I fucking, I just drive me nuts, man. Yeah, no, the big, yeah, they're probably the big. Uh, What's I your biggest one? I can't rank them, but. Rank them. Like a, a little mini instant blood boil is definitely the the parking. Yeah. That like, gets me like, oh shit, that pisses me off instantly. Or but, when someone parks in a disabled spot and they're not disabled. Yeah, that, that's just being a dick. That, oh um, man. Uh, it's hard to rank. If I had to give them my number one out of all my pet peeves, it'd probably be the uh, sneezing, coughing, really? or whatever on the train. It has to be a confined space. Confined if you're space. in a confined space with me. Yeah. Because I'm big like that with clients as well. Like if clients, client, I tell them all the time, like if you're not well, don't come. Don't come in. Yeah. Like, you know, because you know, I've got certain rules about people no, no showing to appointments. That's different. But if you're coming to an appointment and you're genuinely sick, yeah. I don't want it. So one for them because they they got to go home and get well. But two, so you don't get sick. Yeah, they and three, so me. the clients after you don't get yeah, sick. Exactly for their courtesy, that they probably wouldn't want to get sick from someone yeah. before them either. And, and my room in the clinic is isn't small, but it's not super large. Yeah. You know, it's around four by five, five by five, something like that. Yeah. So it's like. I don't like being in confined space, confined space when people are sneezing, coughing. Sneezes. I just get like I get the heebie-jeebies straight yeah. away. I'm like, I want to exit. Yeah. I like jump out the window. Heebie-jeebies is another one. Zazzy. See, I did it again. <laughs> oh, I did it again. Heebie-jeebies. When, when did you hear me say the heebie-jeebies? I don't know, man. Oh, heebie-jeebies. I don't even know what heebie-jeebies are. Uh, Zazzy, heebie-jeebies. Oh, Whatever. man. Someone can tell me out there what heebie-jeebies means. But. So yeah, no, I think, and my one's definitely the, the the smoking one. It just drives me bonkers. So um, I wanted to jump onto another topic. Uh. You got a uh, another another uh, fan question. I did get another question from a listener this week. So, uh, not not this week. I think it might have been last week. Um, so uh, last episode we answered a question, and uh, whenever we get a question in, we will try and incorporate it into the show as best as we can. Yeah. Um, but I did get a question. Uh, about, the question basically said was. Um, can you do a podcast on when you were vegan and why you did it, how you felt, and why you quit? For those because of you who don't know, because this particular person is starting a plant-based diet. For those of you who don't know, Ivan, I guess, used to be vegan. I did. Well, I, I got to clarify the specificity of this, right? Pescatarian. I'd say it's pescatarian. Yeah. Because I did eat seafood. 
Yes, that's right. You did um, seafood. So did you, you went seafood. vegan. You were pescatarian. It was pescatarian. However, there was nothing else. That, so I don't know if pescatarians have still have dairy. I don't they know. might not eat meat, but they might eat fish. But I had I like think you had vegan principles, and then everything was vegan except they ate seafood. some fish. But you some didn't fish. eat it all the time. No, no, you didn't. It wasn't you, all the time. No, it was like maybe once a week. If once, that. probably max. Yeah, right? especially if we're having like family barbecues or something, we would throw on like a piece of salmon or something. A piece like that of salmon, you. and I'd have it sparingly. It wasn't all the time. So do, do you want to pass me the thing? And I guess I'll yeah. ask you because this this was this was more directed to you. Yeah. Um. So it said. Can you do a podcast on when you were vegan? So the question is why you did it, how you felt, and why you quit. So let's go with the why you did it. Why I became vegan. Yeah. Health mm-hmm. was a big thing yeah. for me. Um, I tend to run on very little sleep. Okay. So it's not uncommon for me during real, real peak time to sleep five hours four hours something, five mm-hmm. and a half, maybe six, Yeah, right? The max would have been six and a half. Mm-hmm. And I felt quite tired. Yeah. And what I found was if I ate a lot of um, meat and you felt a bit dairy lethargic. products, lethargic. I was okay. tired. I felt drained, um, like bloating in the stomach. It was, I just didn't feel all that good. I wasn't energized, right? Okay. To me, it's it. To me, I did care about... Um, like the animal welfare part of things too. I'd be lying if I said I didn't. Okay. Um, so it was, it was a mixture. It was, you know, the whole um, cruelty to animals thing played a part Yeah. Um, as well as the health. And I was so... So and, they're the two big ones. Health they were, they were the health. two big ones, right? They're probably the, generally the, the, the bigger reasons why people... Mostly was, do it, yeah, right? It, and, yeah. and, and when I went like proper hardcore, I was like... You did I, it for a long time. Yeah, and I would have... Um, like, because I've been bouncing back and forth between, say, ve- vegetarian, vegan, and normal diet for probably a decade. Yes. And I go on and off for probably like a year or two at a time. Yeah. And I flick back and I think forth. You're, con- you're conscious of it. I'm conscious. I go yeah. back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. I don't, I personally, from my experience, don't think that's a good idea. Okay. I think if you, if you make the choice, do as best as you can to stick to it. Because I found that when you flick back and forth, you tend to feel the effects of going back to meat more. The demons. The second, third, fourth time yeah. than what it was like the first time. Okay. The first time you kind of build up, like you, you, you instantly feel good. Like you, so. This is the second part of the question: how you felt. Without a doubt, way different to what I would do now. Okay. So the feeling tired. It was uh, yeah. I, I obviously got tired and things like that every now and then because if I you know do you feel I like your energy myself, levels improved. When I was like vegetarian, vegan, vegan, pescatarian, hundred percent, okay, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, so the the level of energy I had was certainly increased. Um, the the weight control was huge, Mm -hmm. and it happens very quick. If you cut out, well, me personally, I don't know if it's a metabolism thing or what, but if I cut out um, all animal based products, Mm -hmm. eggs, cheese, dairy, milk, um, yeah, all forms of meat, everything, and it's or nothing but plant based diet, even if it had um, like gelatin inside yes. the bottle of this. sauce, yeah, I wouldn't touch it. You wouldn't touch it. Yeah. If it was anything at all that came from an animal, yeah. regard even if it was processed using an animal product, I wouldn't you touch wouldn't it. Wouldn't do it. Okay. Um, and so overall, you felt you felt good. Hundred percent. I okay. felt I felt really good. And even though, and even and for weight control, like I'd lose. Oh, you lose heaps of weight. Within the first maybe you got week, a, you got a generally a, a small frame. Yeah, I'll lose like three kilos in the first week. 
Like yeah. quick. Within two weeks, I could easily drop six, seven. Wow. Like it was quick. Yeah. Um, so weight control was certainly an, a factor. And I remember going to the doctor at the time and I was having a blood test and it was just before I went vegan. Yeah. And they, I had a blood test and they did like the fatty liver check and the gout check and yeah. all this different stuff. Yeah. Um, and the doctor said to me at the time, you know, if you, if you can really do it, go vegetarian. Yeah. If you can really, really do it, go vegan. Okay. And the, the doctors say it too. And I noticed yeah. that, you know, uh, you know, I've got a, um, you know, I've known people that have um, different disease and for example, like, you know, cancer or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as they get the diagnosis, the first thing the doctor says is cut out animal products. Yeah. Like to me, I, if, if someone gets told that as soon as they get that type of diagnosis, there must be some link. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm not going to go into the full evidence about the whole thing, but um, yeah. So the third part would be, which kind of I mean, you're probably going to roll into it, is the uh, last question: is why you quit? That sustaining it for a long time, yeah. Because we do a lot of like family type social events and stuff. Mm-hmm. You kids as well. It's hard. Yeah, very hard. Um, and often I'll come home work a little bit later on. Yeah. Um, so gratefully my wife will prepare you know the meals um for the family. Yeah. It's difficult to go and juggle cooking two different types of food. Yeah. When you go to the shopping center, you have to go and... It takes a long time because you're, you're, you're going through all the products. You're going through different aisles dairy, and products. You're looking at the aisle. Yeah. You're saying you're picking up a bottle off the shelf. You know, you're going through your shopping. You want to grab what you need to grab, but then you grab it and you go, oh, this product has blah, blah, blah. And yeah. it's like, oh, well, does it matter? Like, is it really going to impact you? It's just a small... Like, it's probably like negligible amounts, but it's there. It may contain traces it may of... contain traces. And you're just yeah. like, oh, so... There is a level of um, dedication the sustainability and sustainability to yeah. carry that through. I think I, it's easier for singles. 100%. I and, think if you're and, single, there probably isn't too much excuse because you only got yourself too. You only got yourself. Or but if you're you, in like a, a relationship, it's just you and your partner and you don't have kids or something. Yeah, again, it can be a lot easier. Especially if you have the same principles. Especially if you have the same principles. Yeah. So I think, you know, the person who asked this specific question, um, you know, no kids for example so yeah. i would envision it would be much more easier to maintain oh, a plant-based a doubt. diet without a doubt yeah. because you're basically buying for yourself it's not that um, it's not easy like it's not that it's hard for those who have families but it's definitely harder meal planning helps because if you know what you're going to get yeah. it's good but then you've got to be able to mix it up a little bit and you've got to have the time to prepare meal plans yeah. meal research different is, ideas meal prepping so is like a full the half day all the going, time. going to the shops getting yeah and it's not even making the meals it's just preparing what you want to actually make yes you know and you're kind of saying this is so you've got to look into different recipes and you've got to go and buy yeah. the different things for it it's not necessarily a lot more expensive either yeah because if you kind of shop smart you can actually go vegan for quite a good price yeah um, it's not very expensive, but you just got to shop around. You got to do your research. So there is, without shadow of a doubt, um, and I, if I'm being honest, I would actually prefer to be a vegetarian or vegan or majority plant based diet for life. I would, if I could do it right now. Yeah. In my current situation right now, it's not easy. It's not easy for me personally. Okay. Um, although, even though I'd like to, um, but it certainly has value. And if anybody wants to do it, go for it. The only thing I'd say to people is. Don't a lot of times vegans will it's like hi my name's blah and I'm a vegan it's <laughs> yeah, like don't do just, that. just you don't have to say that like no one you don't have to tell everyone that you're a vegan just do it you know what I mean <laughs> can um, I ask you a question yeah um what part of your influence in quitting was culturally based what do you mean as in like obviously growing up 
Yeah. You know, with our ethnic backgrounds and um, Europeans, with there's a lot of meat dishes and stuff yep. like that. Were there parts of it that you like the that reason I missed? why you missed? Yeah. And so, going on to going backing onto that aspect of it, um, were you there was part of the reason why, along with potentially the, the cultural aspect of you know missing out on certain you know meal events and and whatnot, yeah. you know, special events like you know Easter and Christmas and, and yep. whatnot. Um, what part of it were just the fact that you're maybe bored? Good question. Bored of the cu- the cuisine. Of, good question. I even wouldn't... though vegan, there's a lot of like res- good recipes, but it's like, again, meal prepping time. You kind of just go, oh, I just got home late. I want to just prepare this. Really good question. So it's not uh, it's not boredom of the food itself. Okay. Um, because I could quite simply, you know, if I had to have the same thing for a while, I could do it for a little while. It's yeah. not so much that. Yeah. It's more, to me, sitting down, having a meal, it's a very social thing. Yeah. Because we sit down as a family or we go out to a restaurant, to me, getting together, having a laugh, having a talk. Rolls around food Around well. food. Like right now, if we had like a mezza platter on our podcast table We'd right now. Yeah. Oh, man, it'd be good. We should do it one day, actually. We should. We should. A mezza platter. <laughs> but that might get onto the pet peeves because you're going to hear chewing in the microphone. <laughs> but... To me, getting together, it's the, the food brings people together. It's yeah. very social. That's what I mean by the cultural aspect. That's that's yeah. a big thing. Yeah. That probably is almost up there with the hardest part. Yeah. yeah. And it's about I think the difficult part is is when you're having a meal, meals bring back memories too. So yeah. if you have a certain type of food, it's remember when we cooked this here. Yeah. Remember that time we had and it brings back a memory. And like an emotional a emotional trigger. It's an emotional trigger. Yeah. So if you if you're sitting down and that emotional trigger is not there, yeah, you kind it of feels feel empty. It feels empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can definitely build those emotional triggers with vegan food. You can, but like if you grow up eating certain foods with it's your family and culture, grandparents, it's a challenge. And a one challenge. of the other things that I, I didn't actually know and I found it fascinating is you physiologically started talking about like blood types and and how you respond if you've got like a yes. different blood type I with meat. You, yeah. Like I'm O negative, for example. Yeah, and you were like. O blood types are generally, according to nutrition, uh, maybe not so much nutritionists, but uh, naturopaths and whatnot, because I've had a new naturopath, a few naturopaths in my workspace. They're generally O, o blood types are meat eaters. Yeah, and I'm an O negative. Yeah, I'm um, an O positive. And when my, my my wife quite often mentions it, you know, when I do go and eat quite clean, she'll say, "No, Ivan, like when I first met you, you had nothing but piles of meat on your plate. Yeah, if there was salad." Maybe one or two token leaves. Yeah, yeah. If there was potato, there'd be potato there because everything was just potato and chicken. Yeah. Potato, chicken, potato, chicken, potato, chicken. Like yeah. all the time. It was just a mix up. Throw yeah. a different herb in there. Um, but t- to me, the the meat part of things, I I actually didn't find it too much of a challenge, but I think that's just a personal- my personality type. I'll go from one extreme to the other yeah. quite quickly. Yeah. And I find comfort in being able to do that. Yeah. So kind of the very act of that to me is fulfilling, being yeah. able to switch quick. Mm-hmm. For others who don't place a high value on that, letting go of eating meat might be a challenge. Yeah. Well, um, and I think yeah. in those respects, they need to, if you can't go cold turkey, is taper yourself off. Yeah. Um, the first couple of days, you'll feel some withdrawal. You can feel some withdrawals. As in coming off meat. Coming yeah. off any anything that's meat, plant-based, yeah, yeah. meat, animal-based product. You can get headaches. It's no different to sugar. It's no different to getting whatever. off sugar and yeah. all of that. That can happen. But I, I subscribe to the idea. If I could do it again, I will. I probably will do it again. Yeah. Um. I I do know that it is a little bit inconvenient for other people too because they've gone and got to accommodate. Okay. For example, if I come to your house for a dinner and you know I don't eat meat, you're probably thinking, "Fuck, here we go nah. again. <laughs> Gotta make something different for Eva." No, it was easy because you know? you you were just happy to but, have like you know um a vegan patty that I got from like some yeah random you know. 
Whole Foods store, or I just threw you on like a piece. But of it's the thing: if you've got to, no, if was, you're going to go was, and buy something, then for, you go and buy something else. I understand that it, there is a level of inconvenience yeah. to people, and I don't like doing that either. Going going back to that final part of the question, the why you quit as well, because I. I because I, I remember when you first started, and yeah. you did it for a long time. I can't remember, it was about two years, three years, something uh, like the that. Last the last stretch I had, I was about... It was about two years. Tw- no, I think it was about 12 months. No, 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 no. No, no, longer. No, no, no so. definitely longer. It was definitely so. longer. I think pretty sure it was longer. Okay. Um, and definitely not 12. I think, if anything, 18 months, maybe, maybe two years. I don't know. Um, I started to notice the demise. It was the reason why I asked. Towards the end? Towards the end. Yes. Because you were like living on like vine ripe leaves or something. It... So yeah, so so, so that's, what what, happened, that's what I was like. That's how it all played out. The transition how, yeah. back to eating because what, it goes back to the inconvenience thing. It's like because you just you were at a time where you're working there, a lot, I'm working a lot, a lot working hard. Home, I don't like, have the time to go to the shop, so I'm like, what can I eat that is vegan friendly? It was like a piece of bread yes. with something else, and it's like then you start to lack in the nutrition, yes. and then it ends up having the negative effects. Yes, because if you are going to go vegan, you need to sustain the level of nutrition you need. So that, you got to have good, rich food. You that's why mix I, it up. that's why I brought that up. Yeah, the it's bean, like, like you got to. You can't be a lazy vegan. You can't be there's a lazy no such thing vegan. as a lazy vegan. Like you could definitely be a lazy normal eating person. You know, there's plenty of macas and KFC out there yeah. for people. But a lazy, there's no such thing as a lazy vegan. There's definitely requires a lot more yeah. preparation. It but does. even just, just even like now, like we'll, I'll, I'll chat to my wife about what are we having for um, dinner next week. We'll do like a full prep, just normal food. Yeah. That in itself is hard. I could yeah. only imagine what it's like going to the grocery store. Yeah. And especially like sometimes grocery stores don't have certain stuff, ingredients. You have to go to a yeah. whole, whole food store. It's hard. So you can't be a lazy vegan. Yeah. Definitely not. So look, I, I totally subscribe to your idea. I think it's, I, I would do it, but I don't think you, you can be lazy. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. That was a good one, man. Yeah. Look, I think, you know, um, if someone wants to try it out, try it out. Don't yeah. hesitate. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's it's worth at least having a, a try if that's what you're thinking about doing. And if you're a naturopath, because I, I remember the naturopath that worked in the in the clinic uh, with me, I, I did remember them explaining the blood types. Yeah. I have forgotten the the specific details as you know why why an O blood type is in the eater and why you know A blood types are this and that. It must have something. If to do you're with a naturopath iron, out there, and stuff. Um, yeah, can you refresh my memory specifically? Maybe yeah. just drop us a a why and 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 is it true the whole O, o blood type yeah. thing? Are we meat eaters? And if we're not, just tell me. We're yeah. full of crap. Um, otherwise, if we're if if I do remember correctly, them saying something like that. Um, yeah, let us know. We can kind of maybe pass this information on to that person that asked Ivan the the question about the whole vegan thing, and it might give you a better um, understanding on um, veganism. Yep. Exactly. All right. So, look, I think um, that was a good question. Uh, if anyone's got any other questions they want to ask, please put it through. Again, uh, like last episode, we are not experts, but we will speak from experience. <laughs> Definitely not experts. Um, and try and add value where we can. So, I think that was a fun episode, quite lighthearted. This is going to be probably a little bit of a shorter one, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think we've got places uh, to be. <laughs> we've had to. We've got places to be, things to do. Um, and you know, <laughs> we're, we're pulling a where's your father. We're pulling another one. where's your father. It should be a journey to wherever. Where's dot, your, dot, dot, dot. Where's where's your, your father? father? That's what we should call it. It should be the underlying, <laughs> like the italicized slogan of the podcast. Yeah, where's your father? But we've got to value the time that we're kind of borrowing right now from from other people in our lives. Definitely. And um, again, guys. Um, uh, feedback is good. Yep. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any other platform Google. that you that you uh, listen to us yep. on. And if you're still listening, thank you. Yeah, if you're still like listening. You're, you're 40 something minutes in. Thank you so much for yes. sticking around and listening. 100%. We're obviously entertaining you of some sort. Yep. So, um, and yeah, and let us know why we're entertaining you, uh, why we may not be entertaining you. Um, 
preferably the why we're entertaining you. <laughs> no, the feedback's good. It helps keep you going. So really yeah. appreciate that. And and all our social handles and uh, email addresses in the show notes, as they always are. Leave us a review and a rating on Apple and uh, make sure you subscribe. Nice. I think we can wrap it up there. Wrap it up, my Have friend. a great rest of the week, everyone. You have a good weekend, Daniel. You uh, You know, whatever you're going to get yourself up to. <laughs> I'm sure it involves um, some more maintenance of your lawns and your grass yes. and cutting lawns and Definitely. hedging and seesawing and all that good stuff. <laughs> all the We goodness. should probably do a podcast on uh, nice, that. Nice. Uh, for all the green thumbs out there, the amateur green thumbs. We've got you back. One, one of these episodes, we'll, we'll give it a go. Yeah. I'm sure Ivan will talk about his, uh, what, are, what are they called again? The aerating... Aerating boots. Aerating boots. Yeah, I should share a picture of those. Eh? Probably should. You still got it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course I do. They're there ready to come out again. All right, guys. All right, guys. Awesome. Enjoy Thank the week you. ahead. Thank you very much. Later. See you later. Bye. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I think we need those. You've got to put ones. that um the aerating ones. Oh, on well, I'll put the aerating ones out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh.